Hey, hey, hey. Episode three. I'm excited. I'm psyched. I'm so glad to be here. I'm hoping everyone's made it through episode one, episode two, and you're enjoying the ride. Great music provided by YouTube. Um, had a lot of trouble finding some type of, uh, you know, background music stuff to play along uh, with the show. And, um, you know, you, there are certain rules. You know, probably, I guess if you don't podcast, you really don't know uh, the process. But the reality of it is, is uh, it's a money game. So, you know, you really can't go ahead and stop playing people's music without, you know, their prior consent or permission and um there's royalties that you have to pay out you know for me i'm fortunate um i'm not in it for the money so the podcast doesn't generate any revenue um so i'm not paying royalties to anybody because nobody's paying any money to me i'm not using anybody's um trademark name uh to promote the show in any way shape or form but um you know i thought it was a really good tune heard it loved it wanted to share it with you all kind of figured it'd segue into um you know one a topic that i thought was uh um interesting uh something i thought we'd start off uh the episode with kind of get the mind uh thinking in a different way uh different process you know i i'm a huge fan of technology uh anybody who knows me uh would know that i appreciate uh um things that are cool things that make things easier um, if you've got a better idea of doing something uh, or uh, a better way of making something better, I'm all about it. Um, I'm buying it. Um, with that said, you know, we're in a world today where, um, you know, it's not as simple um, as as just technology. You know, the, the way technology affects everyone um, today is really uh, uh, fundamentally the way we function as a society. So, um, with that said, really, uh, consider, um, the idea of, um, let's say texting and driving, uh, the advances in vaping, you know, more and more people are vaping, more and more people, uh, are consuming, um, you know, the, the nicotines through, um, uh, moisture vapor, uh, people that smoke marijuana are not smoking marijuana, they're vaping marijuana. Um, so, you know, alcohol, let's throw alcohol in there. Um, because I think that's important as well, you know, to, to, to the point I'm, I'm going to try to make. And the point is, um, I think today getting on the roads and driving down the road, uh, in your vehicle has become, uh, you know, pretty dangerous. You know, I, I think before you always had the dangers of, um, you know, just just the the factors of driving themselves. I mean, it's a human being operated vehicle at speeds that you know I, I don't think we we 
tend to comprehend or you know just lose the sense of the reality around us but um you know you combine that with the distractions that we have today um you know my daughter just bought a, a 2019 RAV4 and it's got CarPlay um which is a great feature you know integrates the iPhone um with uh, um, um, the on-screen, so you're kind of really familiar, and all your functionality from your iPhone uh, works normally. But it's just a huge distraction when you're driving. It, no matter how, no matter how you try, no matter uh, how hard you try, it just becomes this um, distraction that is constantly in your face. You know, whether it's um, changing the, the song, you know, it's not a matter of just, you know, changing the station. Now you try to find the genre, uh, you know, it, it, and my goodness, you know, I, I get into, you know, we use the service YouTube uh, music because we're part of the, we get the whole Google package going. So we have YouTube music and uh, even when I'm driving, you know, I, I, I try to change the station or I want to listen to the song and, you know, just trying to find the, um, just trying to find the fast forward button is, is challenging and you're trying to drive and and again shame on me because of the distracted driving thing but you know you don't realize you're distracted because you're just thinking hey i'm just changing the station but it's not a matter of just turning the knob anymore it's you know literally a command uh on a pc screen so you know w- w- with that and then it comes along the, the the phone calls and the hands-free driving and and all those factors and you know to me um you know i if you're asking me, should we outlaw the idea of uh, people texting and driving? I mean, listen, I guess every state or uh, if not every state has come to the point where they're applied some type of law or ordinance that would prevent you from operating or texting while you're operating a vehicle. With that said, um, you know, the only thing that I've noticed is, you know, the byproduct of that is now people are afraid um of getting caught so rather than just having the phone upright and in their face while they're driving it's now sitting in their lap so now they'll so so rather than help the situation where you're saying you're saying hey listen you know it's against the law to text and drive so if we catch you with your phone in your hand you're going to get busted and you're going to get a ticket uh so what do people do inherently they they now they drop the phone down into their lap and rather than be looking straight ahead they're looking down at their lap because they're texting and they don't want you to see them texting makes the situation that much worse um so which leads me to my to to topic number two so you know let's benchmark the texting thing right now let's talk about vaping you know that this new um um trend that that that's really like just sweeping the nation you know and i'm not even i'm not let's not talk about the nicotine that that's a whole other conversation a whole other topic for another show what i want to talk about is the um the, the the people that are um consuming uh, vaping or consuming, you know, uh, uh, THC, marijuana, um, and the oils and the extract of, of marijuana and vaping. So, you know, <laughs> there are a few benefits to it, and the benefits are one, um, it, it's fast acting, uh, good flavor, um, you know, it's it, fairly inexpensive, uh, and the best part is is that there's no odor, so you can. You know, you can vape, you can do it, you can hit, hit, you can take a hit, take two hits, um, and and continue on doing what you're doing. You know, even if you're at an event, you know, like a a family event where typically you you know you don't want to you know smoke a marijuana cigarette and then stink. Uh, you know, you get that smell so so distinct. Uh, instead, you go and you vape, and 
nobody's the wiser. So um, I think for those benefits, it's great. I said, you know, for somebody, especially if you're, you're a consumer of the medical marijuana product and um, it makes it just real easy to carry that along with you. If you're going on vacation and you're going away, uh, you're no longer, you know, trying to um, you know, store uh, a, 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 an ounce of pot in your in your suitcase. You know what I mean? You, now you just you know a little cartridge and a, and a battery powered pen and and off you go. Um, so I, I see all the benefits of that. But you know now the flip side of that is is um, you know now you got people that are driving. You know they're driving down the highway and they're you know they're vaping and, and you know is this any different than you know Billy Bob driving down the highway who just stopped after work at the liquor store and picked up a six pack and you know cracked number six or I should say number one of number six open and is driving down the highway and drinking that beer. Um, the answer is no. I, I don't. I don't see the difference. I think. I, th- I think you know they're one and the same. Um, and if you want to include uh, texting in there, I would say they're three and the same. You know they're they're all huge distractions. And I think that we've come to a point now where um, it's there's so much of it. uh, And I hate to use the analogy. I don't know if anybody, you know, has heard of this whole um, storm in Area 51, right? So uh, power and numbers. If so many people do it all at once, they can't stop us all, right? And I think that's that's the kind of the situation we're in now, where um, people are spending so much time, um, you know, fidgeting with their phones, uh, vaping. Uh, and you know, and, and again, never mind the alcohol end of it. So, you know, I would imagine the alcohol end of it is, of course, frowned upon and more, um, you know, I would imagine obvious to everyone. Um, you know, and I apologize to anyone who may be a victim of, you know, alcohol abuse or or, or drunk driving. Um, I, I'm not not in any way, shape, condoning any of that. What, I, what I'm actually saying is, you know, it's it's it, it, it's a terrible problem. Um, and you know what at this point what's the solution you know i i you know i'm, I'm a 40 plus year old man and you know what, what how old are you and and um let's stop and think about you know the the direction and the momentum that um, um technology is carrying right now so here we are it's it's 2019 you know what's the world going to be like in 10 years um you know it's our kids kids who are going to be you know, on the roads and, and operating vehicles. Now, my question to you is is simple. Is, are they going to be operating vehicles or, you know, are we going to be talking about, you know, autonomous vehicles? Are we going to talk about vehicles that have the ability to get themselves from, you know, point A to point B um, w- w- without um, human intervention? You know what I mean? You get in, you, you type in your address and, um, and then off you go, you know. Um, Tesla is, is, you know, pioneering, you know, this technology, you know, they have the ability to, um, take these vehicles and now it's, it's almost like a ride share program. So, you know, you and I can go and we can purchase a Tesla, um, outright and own the car. Um, what they do is they also have an option where you can lease the vehicle. So, you know, you pick the days and the times that you want it and you share that with people and, you know, the cost and the expense of the vehicle now becomes a shared um, because, you know, a lot of people who may travel don't need a car uh, seven days a week sitting in the driveway. So, you know, rather than have a vehicle just sitting there, you know, they, 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 they utilize it and schedule it so that, hey, look, if I need a vehicle similar to Lyft or um, Uber, you know, you type it in your phone and you request it and then, you know, autopilot, the car comes up, pulls up in front of you, you get in it 
and it drives you to destination while the owner of the vehicle is either at work or at home and the vehicle is literally making uh, money or, or being functional uh, in society. It's not just sitting there taking up space. Do I think that's a great idea? I think it's an amazing idea. I think it's a different concept and I think it's a different way of thinking. Um, I think it's really going to, I think this is really what's going to shape our future um, because, you know, quite honestly, you know, the argument or the discussion that we had earlier was um, the fact of just, we kind of looked at it at two, 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 two uh, um, substances and, and one being marijuana and one being alcohol. So, you know, I, I challenge a couple of things in that and one being, you know, someone's body mass and, and weight. So the law says that, uh, you know, the blood alcohol level in Massachusetts, I know Massachusetts, is 0.08%. And that's if you're 21 and over. If you're under 21, which is funny to me because if you're under 21, you shouldn't be drinking anyway. But if you're under 21, it's 0.02. This lead, this comes out to be um, like, okay, one 12-ounce beer or one 4-ounce glass of wine uh, or one ounce serving of 80-proof liquor. Uh, and that's even with a mixer. So that's that's what you would consume. So, and, and you know, again, and I'll challenge that because I'll say to myself, you know, for example, uh, I'm not a big beer drinker per se. I'm not a big alcohol, a consumer of alcohol. Uh, but that said, my, Rachel tends to, she likes beer. She, so she, she would drink, she drinks more beer than I do. Um, so what's to say that Rachel's tolerance for beer a beer is is it much higher than, than than mine right so you know she may be able to consume let's say 24 ounces of beer and be perfectly fine to operate a vehicle uh and me who 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 doesn't drink very often uh take you know drinks 10 ounces of beer and i get a buzz on and i shouldn't be behind the wheel so um with that i, I say the same thing where with marijuana you know if i'm someone who smokes regularly then I would imagine, you know, I, I, well, I can say from experience that the, 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 the effects of that, uh, the marijuana isn't as potent as to someone who is um, never smoked before. So somebody, you know, hey, party, we're hanging out and, um, you know, Bill decides that he's going to take a hit uh, and who's never smoked before uh, is, is, is going to be definitely affected differently Um than, than the person who smokes on a regular basis. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. We 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 know that scientifically, uh, that you know, obviously your body grows a tolerance. Um, so now you know Billy gets behind the wheel. Uh, he's driving down the road. He's more of a danger behind the wheel because smoking that you know maybe three or four hits of a marijuana cigarette, as opposed to you know the other guy who who might have had two or three beers and drinks beer on a regular basis and is not intoxicated. So that that's the argument. So the argument is, is really to me is all about tolerance and um, you know, the ability to, to consume any substance, whether it be beer, alcohol, um, who, I mean, uh, prescription medication for that matter. It doesn't really, doesn't really make a difference if it impairs you or impairs your ability to uh, operate a vehicle safely, then I think, um, it's something that needs to be considered. So what is the solution to all this? I mean, really, like I said, I mentioned it earlier. Is it, is it, 
we we just give up our ability to operate vehicles in in public domains and let the cars drive us where we need to go is that the world that we're looking at where you know you want to go to uh you know you go on a road trip you you type in an address and off you go you know the, you can just enjoy the ride and not have to be worried or um do we say you know in order to operate a vehicle these are the rules and the rules are you you can't consume anything you know there is what's the, what's the limit what's what's the limit for, for for everybody because again you you get to a point where you, it's different for everyone so now you're getting pulled over roadside um field sobriety tests and um trying to figure out uh, whether or not you're intoxicated and you know the legalities and all that and um by the time you're done uh defending yourself e- even if you're not uh it, it becomes impossible. It becomes impossible. So what is the answer to that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Do you have the answer? I would invite you to shoot me a Twitter um, or a tweet <laughs> um, or a message or a comment uh, and, and let me know what you think. You know, these, these are some of the things that, you know, we have to start considering. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a generation. Um, we are a generation that um, kind of lived in a world that might have not seen this technology and kind of, um, grew with it um, and as, as opposed to a generation um, like my kids that don't recognize a world uh, without these things without these technologies without these abilities so um, I always try to set the example um, when I'm driving um, I, I, I you know I make it a point that I, I don't drink and drive um, you know I'm not trying to preach to anybody or uh, pretend to be better than anybody else but I, I really do make it a point to uh, uh, observe that because I uh, I just don't know that um, you know God forbid if something were to happen uh, I, I could live with myself so um, I try to completely avoid that of all costs and you know and quite honestly my my jobs my my careers that I've had um, were really all, were all contingent upon me having a, a valid driver's license so um, that in itself was a motivator to say hey you know you really can't um, you know consume these um um things you know without consequence so um that that's pretty much that on that and i just again i just wanted to throw that out there as you know the opener here today because just really looking at these topics and stuff that i find interesting and would love to share with you and really get your opinion um on 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 what you think uh on some of these things with that said you know um i was (laughs) If you guys follow me um, on uh, Instagram or, or Twitter, um, I posted a picture of me over at uh, uh, First Ford and Four River. Uh, a little a little backstory on that. So uh, April 2016, um, I finally come to the conclusion that um, I've got a 1998 Ford Explorer. And I'm driving this thing. Uh, I'm working for a company that uh, has a lot of properties in in all over the state of Massachusetts. And if you've ever been to the state of Massachusetts, it's quite long, um, east to west, wide. It's very wide, very wide state. Um, and of course, you get the Cape in there, and uh, that's a challenge, you know, all by itself. So um, I was driving around. It was uh, my 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 Explorer. It was a 19. Sorry, I don't want to get this right. It was a 1999 Ford Explorer all-wheel drive. I was probably getting eight to nine miles a gallon on this thing and uh, I quickly realized that it just wasn't going to work out I really needed to I really needed to pick up something more economical so you know with the job you know I 
that the salary was right um and part of that salary was a vehicle stipend so 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 there was um some benefit to it so i realized you know what instead of you know i, I really wasn't I, I wasn't pocketing the the extra stipend a month that what i was doing was i actually opened up a separate bank, bank account and i said to myself i'm gonna put this money aside and then when i'm ready to to buy something i'll, I'll have a, you know some extra money to to bargain with you know with the purchase of the vehicle so um long story short um, did some research and you know, I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of driving. So a lease was completely out of the question. I needed, I needed to buy a vehicle. Um, and I, you know, I had a Ford and, um, I, you know, I, again, I hate to, to sound political in any way, shape or form, but, um, the, the whole, um, if anybody remembers the government buyout, uh, or the payout that the government, you know, Obama was the president and I believe Chevrolet and there was a couple of car companies that, um, we're going to go bankrupt and, um, somehow the government gave them money and kept them going and, um, they continued to stay in business. But, um, I do remember that Ford Motor Company was one of the companies that didn't take any government money, um, and, and continued to operate and function as its entity. And, um, you know, I found that very noble. And with that said, I decided that, um, you know, my next vehicle that I was going to buy, you know, I currently had a Ford, um, you know, it couldn't, couldn't hurt me to get another Ford. So, um, I did the research. I looked at the F-150, fell in love with the F-150. I knew what I wanted. I wanted the Sport. I wanted the XL. Um, I, d- I didn't want to get too, too crazy with all the bells and whistles inside because I really wanted to, at some point, um, customize the vehicle uh, to myself. You know, it's something that I, I enjoy doing. It's something that I used to do when I was younger and, and love to do uh, again. So, you know, having something like this, a vehicle, um, you know, if anybody who knows anything, uh, typically you can buy top of the line um, with all the bells and whistles, but it really limits um, your ability to customize and do some of the things you want to do because um, some of the factory options are not reversible. So in this case, you know, I, I chose what I wanted. I knew exactly what I wanted. I went online, typed it in, searched everywhere, and uh, of course, um, um, first Ford pull, pops up, and it's a uh, you know, and I want the 2016 F-150 silver, and I'm looking at the sport model, um, and I want a V8. I don't want um, to purchase the, the turbo. I, I, I just, I wanted a strong engine cause I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of travel. And so, um, you know, right away I see it. So I, I, if anybody's done this, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So I, I put, I type in, I make the mistake of typing in, um, my email address and inquiring, excuse me, inquiring about the vehicle. And it was almost immediately that, my phone, my email, texting, it's just it completely out of control. I was getting messages from everybody. Hi, this is Luis. Hi, this is Teresa. Hi, this is Frank. Um, we're from First Ford, and we'd love to hear from you, and we heard that you're interested in the F-150, and please give us a call, and upside down, and left and right, and we have great discounts right now, and we're moving inventory, and, you know, again, it just, it was a bombardment of, 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 of just media and messaging. So, uh, long story short, I make the call. I call, uh, make the appointment. I take a ride down there, um, and I, I, you know, I take the, I take the, you know, I see a, I actually looked for a couple of F-150s while I was there, and um, you know, again, the one, the one that I wanted, I knew exactly what I wanted, and um, I hate to say I already knew what I wanted when I get in there, but I knew what I wanted when I get in there. So I, I, I got in it. Um, I told my deal. I couldn't even tell you my dealer's name. Um, so unimpressionable. Um, and uh, took the thing for a ride. Took it for a ride, felt good. I knew what I wanted. Um, I told the dealer, you know, you know, obviously we negotiated. I told him I would take the truck. 
Um, and of course, buying the truck, I knew that I was going to be averaging right around, say, 2,000 to 2,200 miles a month. So just a, a grotesque amount of, of mileage. So with, with that said, I knew that the service the service was going to be very important. I needed the service package with this thing. So I signed up for the, um, I believe it's the first Ford um, um, customer uh, uh, program. So um, I paid a little a little premium up front. And then what they do is they, they, they give me a, uh, as long as I maintain my, my scheduled maintenance with them, they would maintain my warranty and give me um, engine protection for life. So no matter what, they'll protect the engine. So with that said, it's very important because without that commitment, I, I don't, I don't go to first forward anymore, but because I'm in bed with them with this warranty, um, I have been diligent in getting my services and, um, being there on time with that said. Um, so I, I buy the truck, get the deal, um, take off all the, all the lot with it. And, you know, right off the bat, I noticed the truck's got like a, a mild shimmy to it. I think nothing of it. Things brand new. I think I, I think I had 16 miles when I picked it up. So you know you expect it's a brand new truck. Things are tight. Things are going to work them, themselves in, um, and 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 so forth. So you know I'm driving the truck, driving the truck, driving the truck. So I take it 5,000 miles, and now they want the truck because they want to do the 5,000 mile service on it. And I believe they changed the oil. Um, they want to rotate the tires, um, balance the wheels. It's kind of like this you know 5,000 mile kind of break in period. You know check it out. So. Long story short, I mean, it came real quick. Excuse me. It came real quick. I was doing a lot of driving. So um, I bring it in for that first service, and, you know, I was really excited about it because um, I, I was enjoying the truck. Uh, mentioned a couple of issues that I was having with it. You know, I mentioned, like, the shimmy shake. Um, you know, again, you're paying this amount of money for a truck. I really don't want it to be shaking and shimmying on the highway. Um, so, they, you know, again, they, they look at it, and, um, they, they rotate the tires and I, I get the phone call and they actually gave me a loaner vehicle because I needed a loaner vehicle and I go back and I drop off the loaner vehicle. I get in my truck, um, and I drive home and, um, I get home, I pull in the driveway and, um, I, well, you know what we were, I believe we were having spaghetti and meatballs that night and we, we didn't have spaghetti sauce. So, um, I got a text message. Hey, can you get spaghetti sauce? So, of course, I just got my brand new truck. No problem. I go. I hop in my new truck, and I drive over to the the, the common, and I get spaghetti sauce. Well, at the time, they were doing some type of renovations to the common. Um, they were putting in like a tin roof, and uh, uh, apparently, they use like these ridiculous razor blades. And one of the razor blades happened to be in the parking lot. Now, mind you, I just picked up my truck from the five thousand mile service, and when I went there, so I'm, I, I get out, I get I get in my truck. Um, and I drive out of the parking lot as I'm driving home. Um, I get the, the dreadful ding, ding on the dashboard and it says, um, low tire pressure. And I'm like, low tire pressure. What the hell? So I, you know, I'm literally two minutes away from the common. My house is right down the road. Um, I pull in my driveway. I go up my driveway. I'm in front of the driveway and I get out of the, the truck and I can hear the hissing from the tire. Uh, and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And I go over and sure enough, there's a razor blade sticking out of the side of the tire um clearly you know that i had run over from the common so long story short i i immediately call forward hey listen you know i i got the wheel and tire package for life program this happened to me and they're like all right well bring the truck down we'll take a look at it 
Um, and so I work it all out the day, the day's not important. It was, there was a couple of days in between, um, uh, so I finally bring the truck down. Um, the tire wasn't available. They ended up getting a tire for me. Um, and then they call me and say, Hey, it's all ready. If you want to come down, so I would come down, um, sit around and they go ahead and they, I guess what they did is because of the tire, they, it's the 22 inch wheels. So they wanted to balance them. So they put them on the balancing machine and balance them all. And they throw them on my truck. I get in my truck. I drive home pulling my driveway and I'm saying to myself you know what let me just clean the truck up I just got it I want to clean it up I want to make it look nice and so I you know I put a bucket of soap and get everything ready and I go over and I go to wash the rims and I'm looking at the rims and I can see this black like this black scuff and right around where the where the where the, where the lug nuts are this black scuff and these are these are 22 inch aluminum wheels they're really really sharp they're factory Ford wheels um which is one of the major reasons why I bought the truck and I, I'm looking and I, I grab the, the scrub brush and I go to kind of clean it thinking, you know, maybe it's just dirt. And I realize that it's not dirt, that it's actually dug into the aluminum and the wheels from whatever they did at the dealership when they were balancing the wheels. They didn't put the guard on it. They just they, she just screwed it to the machine. And when they did so, they they scuffed all the wheels. So, of course, frustrated and angry, I call the dealership. They're like, oh, you need to bring the truck down. So. Of course, it's a time-sensitive thing because, you know, now it's my word against theirs that, you know, how this happened. And I, I don't want them thinking for one second that I, I did this. So I have my truck right down. I fly all the way down there. Um, and then I meet with the service manager. Um, so so he comes out and looks at it and looks at me and he's like, well, uh, you know, I you know I can't, I can't, I can't tell if that was us or if that, I said, oh, I stopped him. I said, stop right there. I said, are you insinuating in any way, shape or form that I did that to the rim? I said, the truck was just here. I just left service here. I said, you're going to tell me right now. I drove from here to my home less than 12 minutes away. I said, and you're going to say that I damaged these wheels. I said, no. I said, these wheels were damaged on your machine. His response to me, his rebuttal's response to me was, well, sir, we have the most sophisticated equipment here. I, and, I replied, and I replied to him, and that's fine. I believe that. I said, but if the people who are operating that equipment doesn't know what they're doing, then it doesn't matter how sophisticated the equipment is. It's not going to be done right. And clearly, whoever operated your balancing machine doesn't know what they're doing because they damaged my rims. So I demand that my rims get replaced. So long story short, they fought me on it. It was a little bit of struggle, but what they ended up doing is this slick. What they ended up doing is they took my truck, they took four wheels, identical four wheels off another truck, put them on my truck, and just sent me out the door, and they just dealt with the wheels on their own, which is fine with me. I don't give a shit what you did. I got my wheels back the way that they were, and ever since then, every time I go in there, I always make sure that you know I bring the service advisor outside with me, and we do a once-over, and that's, I recommend that you do that as well. Anytime you go to the dealership for service, um, make sure that they go outside with you and you do a walk around your vehicle because I'll tell you what, man, the way they, they, they treat these vehicles in there is ridiculous. You know, and, and this and this Saturday when I dropped my vehicle off was no different. Um, you know, there's a whole backstory to this truck and, and just, you know, and I'm not a difficult person. I try to be the most easiest person in the world because the last thing I want to do is be in any situation where I have anxiety or I'm causing, it caused anxiety. Um, so, um, you, you 
you bring this thing down there and you, and you, you know, you think that you, you're dropping it off and you're going to get the best service. Like, I don't know, man. What am I thinking, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a customer like everybody else. I'm not special. So, you know, they, they got these kids working in these mechanic shops and, you know, they, they, they're not they're not looking at quality. They're looking at quantity. I was down there this Saturday. No different than any other experience I've had there because if I, I, I could spend the whole episode literally talking about First Ford and how terrible my service has been there. But just this Saturday, I, I, I called ahead of time made the appointment for 9 30 in the morning um my son had a soccer mat a soccer uh, tryout um so at 7 30 so i'm like you know what i'll drop him off first and then I'll, after i drop him off i'll take it right over there and what does it matter if i'm early i'm dropping the tr- truck off early they're going to keep it anyway and then my wife will grab meet me there and, and bring me home so it would all work out so long story short i get there and i must have i must have just got in it was like eight o'clock in the morning they just opened the doors um to that to the service department and um I believe the girl behind the counter that served, that was taking care of me, his name was Rebecca, um, and, and whatever. And so she first thing she asked me is um, um, if I knew the exact mileage, and the answer was no. I'm like, I, I know I got like 70,000 miles on the truck. I wasn't sure. So she seemed a little annoyed by that. So immediately she kind of walks out the door with my key. She's like, can I have the key? She walks out the door with the key, and then she's walking out the door. It's like it's all bay windows there, and I can see it. Right out of her pocket, she pulls out her vape and starts to vape the whole way there. So she's smoking her vape all the way to my truck to get the mileage, gets the mileage, vapes all the way back, comes in. Now she thinks like a, like strawberry melon. I don't even know what it was. And there's this gentleman, or I should say uh, uh, a customer that came in, a gentleman, customer that came in on the side of me and there was another service advisor that this guy just kind of just sitting there slouching in his seat and i hear the gentleman say to him um, while rebecca's typing my information in hey man can i get an oil change and the service advisor looks at him and says uh no way bro he's like i got i got like 15 appointments here and that's just before 12 o'clock and i got four technicians and there's no way i'm ever gonna if you want to come back at three o'clock and the guy's like no man he's like i need an oil change i need it now i i can't be coming back at three o'clock he's like well there's nothing i could say so the guy reluctantly and as he's in the middle of this I realized that I'm early with my appointment and I actually said to Rebecca and I said it loud enough so they could hear it and I said hey Rebecca I'm not in any rush for my truck so if 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 you guys want to just I mean you can keep it for the day and, and I can get it later hoping that this guy would be like well since since you know we'll have the time since you know he's offering it then maybe we can give this guy but they never offer it to him maybe the guy they just they just let the guy walk out the door and um, it was just business as usual for them. The 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 irony in all this is as funny as that. I dropped up my truck. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. They tell us poor bass that he can't have an oil change, and it was nine thirty in the morning. Right, my appointment was scheduled for nine thirty. I got a phone call at nine thirty in the morning that my truck was ready, so it was done. They did the service. They did the oil. They did whatever it is they had to do at nine thirty. So long story short, and all this. They, they had the truck an hour and a half early. They were able to do the work early. They could have had that got that guy come in and get his oil change. But they were just, they're so programmed to say no and to just not do it um, that, that, that it's, it's terrible. And that's been my experience there. I've been that guy who came in and needed an oil change because, you know, I happen to be in that area and it made just economical sense for me to stop in and say, hey, is there a way you guys can sneak in an oil change for me? You know what I mean? So I've been there and I've been that guy and I've been the guy being told that, no, you, you can't get an oil change so it is it's very frustrating it, it, it frustrates me and, and and i would imagine that anybody would be frustrated when you think you know you're making a commitment like that to to anyone when you purchase something um for that much money 
you know, you'd like to think that the people you're buying the products from or the brand, a brand like Ford Motor Company, would really back up, you know, their product and provide you with the best customer service um, that they're good. But unfortunately, man, that place sucks. It just absolutely sucks. And I've, I've, I, I mean, I tell you guys, you know, this is just a small little story. I mean, when I tell you that hours upon countless hours that I've spent struggling and fighting with them, um, with issues that I had with the truck that turned out to be all Ford related stuff. I mean, I, I, will, I, I ended up paying out of pocket to get fixed it myself, but ultimately every issue that I had with the truck was a defect that the truck had that, that just Ford refused to address or, um, uh, even admit that they, that they were responsible for, you know, like even I told her, like I got a, I got a, I got an alert and, I, and this, I'll, I'll finish, I'll finish the whole Ford thing with this, uh, for today anyway. Um, is I had a recall on my truck and it says it was funny because I had brought, I had brought it in for service because I it was a really cold cold winter day and I went to go I opened my passenger door and then I went to close the I got the uh, extended cap so I got the suicide doors I went to close the door and it wouldn't close I'm like what the hell's going on here so I'm trying to close it trying to close it and I realized oh wait a minute you know what? I think there's water in here and it's getting in the cable freezing the cable and therefore I can't I can't close the door. Um, so I bring it in for service and I explain this is, and I'm still in my baby stage warranty. So this is like factory warranty, uh, no argument. You know what I mean? There's nothing to argue about. I haven't had the truck long enough for it to be a problem. And the guy says to me, um, you know, you know, it, it could be cardboard. I'm like, cardboard? I'm like, how the hell would cardboard get in there? He says, oh, well, from the factory, you know, when they pack the doors, they, sometimes there's cardboard that gets jammed up in there. I said, oh, well, whatever it is, fix it. So they had the truck. I mean, they had a thing all day. Finally, I go to pick it up, and he says to me, "Oh yeah, we ended up finding cardboard that was notched in the door, and it was causing it to latch like that." I'm like, "All right, fine." Well, of course, the, the next day it was another you know below zero day in, in New England. Um, and we get plenty of those, and the door wouldn't lock again. So I knew right away that it wasn't the cardboard, and it was another issue. I just didn't know exactly what it was. And then, of course, I get this recall. But but anyway, to, to the point I'm trying to make here is, I told Rebecca that, "Hey, listen, Rebecca, I got a, a recall," and she says to me, "Well, we're not going to be able, really, like not even willing to discuss." it with me and what the dangers are and what the recall is the first thing she says is we're not going to be able to do that today because that's like a four-hour job we're going to have to order the part i'm like that's rebecca that's fine i said i just wanted to make you aware or maybe we can schedule a time that i can come back to again you know what i it probably sucks to have to work on a saturday you know you know what let me correct that it sucks to work on saturday i worked tuesday to saturday shift for like 15 years um, I, I, I didn't have a Monday through Friday shift. I had to work a Tuesday to Saturday shift. It was part of my job. It was what I was obligated to do and I did it. And although it sucked, it didn't mean that I was an asshole on Saturdays. I was, I wasn't an asshole on Tuesdays. You know, I, I treated people with dignity and respect every day. When I was working, I was working. It didn't matter that it was not anyone's fault that I had to work on a Saturday. So in this case, you know, so if I come to you on a Monday, it sucks. I come to you on a Tuesday, it sucks. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and now even Saturdays, it sucks. Why? Because you're shorthanded. Like I just don't, I don't get it. I, I don't I don't understand how a company or a dealership, right? Because you know Ford is this dealership's making millions of dollars, right? I mean, I can only imagine what the salary looks like in this place, and and they can't find one person in there that has any pride or cares about their job and what they're doing and the product that they're selling. The answer is absolutely no. It's no, it's no. And I'm open-minded and I like to give everybody a chance. It's an absolutely no. I, I don't know if they're, they're so big it doesn't matter or whatever the case may be, but I can tell you right now, 
Um, and I don't know if anybody from First Ford or anyone would ever listen to my podcast or any point get any of this, but I am so anti-First Ford and disappointed with Ford and the product and the service that I get there. Um, you know what? Let me take that. Uh, let me take that back. Not the product. I love my truck. I really enjoy my truck. And you know the, the modifications that I've made as as a consumer uh, to make the trunk the truck comfortable has made it good for me. I, I enjoy the truck now, but the actual service end of it with Ford and with First Ford was absolutely terrible. And someone asked me, "Hey, why don't you go to another Ford dealership?" Right? It's a Ford truck. And the answer is, is like I'm in bed with First Ford because I bought all my warranties through them, the extended warranties, and nobody else will honor them. So that's kind of why I'm stuck going there, and I'll continue to go there until um, I unfortunately I need to. Um, but it is it is what it is. So there's really there's really nothing I can do about that. So that's my my first Ford story, and that kind of explains. Uh, my dreadful experience there and why I really never look forward to, to going to that place and um, I try to avoid it as much as possible but I'm guaranteed I got to be there every 6,000 miles from my oil chain so I, I do the best I can I, although I will tell you that there is a service advisor her name is Tracy and if I can ever get her on the phone she's very um, very nice to me on the phone and uh, um, uh, typically helps me get my, my service appointment and uh, treats me well but I, I know that for a fact that they have some notes in there when they pull my name up on the account on the computer, they got a bunch of notes there with my name and my incidents and the situations that I've had. And somehow I'm an asshole because it looks like I'm the jerk that, that I don't know, because they damaged my rims and, you know, they were forced to replace them somehow makes me look like an asshole. And I got notes in the computer like I'm some kind of jerk. So I, I don't take it personal. I just think it's terrible that they do things like that. And uh, no matter who I talk to there, when they pull up the computer, it's like they, they form an opinion because someone decided to write notes in there that um, I was a little upset about them damaging my rims. But it is what it is. I'm not I'm not picking on anybody. I'm kind of happy that um, I have my truck and it's been really good to me and uh, it continues to, to, to work uh, well for me. So um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. So I'm glad we kind of talked about that for a little bit. It's like I said, I'm just going to really, I'm trying to incorporate uh, some of the, the Twitter and some of my real life experience with the show and uh, and kind of really bring it to life so that, um, you know, it's interesting for you and, 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 and you have some type of uh, feel for, um, you know, what I, what I'm going through. So I, uh, I, on a, on a, on a lighter note, kind of switching gears here, we're, we're like 40 minutes into the show and, uh, what I wanted to do is, is, uh, you know, I, I have a great relationship with, with my best friend. My best friend is my wife, Rachel. And, um, I don't want to sound sappy or, or, or bore anyone or bring anyone, uh, uh the, the gigglies. But for me, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing ride with her. And, um, you know, we, we, we have the, the, the wonderful journey, uh, um, uh, spending, I should say the wonderful time of spending this journey together, um, and really enjoy, uh, each other's company, you know, and I had a, a small clip, um, you know, I, I, we were, I was kind of really talking about, this is, this is pre the actual, um, uh, first podcast of the Bobby Kudo show. And I was just really trying to get a feel for conversation and, and I was trying to record certain things and I was using the media to, um, to, um, get used to using like the software and, and, and the programs that I need to use to, to, to produce, uh, the podcast itself. So, um, with that said, I, I, I got this clip, 
uh, the two of us having a conversation and, you know, just to really like kind of set this up a little bit, like I like to call this the, the Rachel segment and it's, it's a couple of minutes. I think it's not even, not even seven, not even, not even, it's a couple minutes. But the funny part about this is, is um, what I'm doing is just to kind of set this up for you guys so you get, get a picture of what's going on here. Um, is I'm looking at my phone, I'm on my Instagram, and uh, again, this is pre the Bobby Kudo show. This is like, we're in the infancy stages of, of thinking about it. I'm kind of going through my phone, I'm going through Instagram, and I forget what the picture was, but I, I know that it was a, a young lady, and it was like some type of injury to her hand, and whether it was a sport injury or whatever it was, and I, and I, and I reach over to Rachel, and I show her my phone, and I say to her, and I said, hey, look at this. I wonder what that is. And she makes some cockamamie like response, like to the point where like she's supposed to know what it is. And, and then of course I respond with her like, well, you play a doctor. So uh, long story short, it kind of, it kind of sets up this, this, this dialogue that her and I have, um, which is absolutely pointless and, and goes nowhere. But I just thought like the hilarious in it is, you know, where we end up and what we talk about. And I just, I want to share that a little bit with you just to kind of give you an idea of, um, no, I didn't. <laughs> of uh, what we're like, and uh, <laughs> and and just so you know uh, where some of these crazy ideas come from. Um, they they really stem from these conversations that we that I have uh, normally. So you, this will give you a good idea of our relationship of, of me whether or not and of her, her as well. So uh, you want to know whether or not you're going to keep it. I told you what parts to get rid of. It's I am completely fine with everything I said. That's how I am. Except those two things. But maybe if you heard it again, you no, might think I, you might think no, like I, you can, I can keep I some of it. No. That's so fucked up. What? Oh, what is that? What's what? What are you showing me? Her hands. She might have some control. Yeah. disease, poor thing. Uh, right. I'm asking you. I don't know what the fuck it is. I was asking you. What the fuck I look like a doctor? Uh. Well, I guess you try to play one, but no, no, no. Did you say you think I try to play one? You're the one that fucking. I save. I I will leave you for Liam (laughs) Cash Dollar. Listen closely. Because he's like, hello, If we were on the app. Look it, motherfucker. Listen, stop. Come on, stop, stop. If we were on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, for fuck's sake. We wouldn't die from, we wouldn't die from a bacterial disease because I would make sure that we were clean. I would have hydrogen peroxide. I'm clean all by myself. Fuck, I need you to be clean You wouldn't give me credit for saving us on the Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail? The game? Yeah, the game. If we were playing it, do you think we would make it with me? No one survives the Oregon Trail. That's not true. Are you kidding me? Did you not see American Dad? People would. American Dad played Oregon Trail and everyone died. No one one can survive the Oregon Trail. They do at the end. They win. No one wins. They make it. Oh, all right. Well, that's a cartoon. It's not real. It's real. You can win the game. I've won. You've never won Oregon Trail? I've really never played it. You've never won Oregon Trail? I've never played it. Like you've never played Where in the World is Coming, San Diego? I really know. I remember the cartoon. Who was that on Channel 2? Who are you? I am Rachel. Superhero. Mm. <laughs> She's a superhero. <laughs> Why not? Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> what superhero? What superhero? I have no clue. What, what would you be? Who's, I don't know. What superpower would you have? 
uh, tolerance. That's pretty good. That was good. That was really good, actually. I wouldn't. That was one of those, man. I wouldn't have suspected that one. Right? You would have gave me a list. (laughs) I would have put a bunch of stuff on there. That wouldn't have been one of them, though. No, so not Family Feud Dingen. Well. Does that apply when you're driving? <laughs> tolerant? Yeah. When I Are drive? you tolerant when you drive? No. Because, because <laughs> we're going to be honest about that right now. Like, what, what, are you, what, what are you? Are you not tolerant when you drive? No. You're everything. Nah. <laughs> okay, so this is not just debunk what you just said. You would be a superhero except when you drive. <laughs> I am tolerant all of the times except when I'm behind the wheel. When Jesus, when Jesus takes the wheel, I have no tolerance. No, you don't. Jesus, get the fuck out the way. <laughs> Move. No. That shit's funny, man. Tolerance. Yeah, well, I drive. Yeah, people just fucking are stupid. I would be my superhero power. <laughs> oh, let me hear your superpower. Oh, please. Bobby Kudo. (laughs) Let me hear what superpower you think you you have. You know what? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say it because you're making fun of me. (laughs) No. (laughs) You don't even... All right. What what am I going to say? Take it again. (laughs) Oh, Rachel, if if somebody was going to say I'm a superhero, what would they say? What superhero would I be? What would be my superpower? (laughs) Sure. What do you got? I was gonna say, I was gonna say something like Mr. Fix It. I was thinking <laughs> Like I come I, I little, little old lady with a little walker and I come swooping in. <coughs> Hello, Mrs. Wilson. Don't worry. I'm gonna fix Mrs. your Mrs. Wilson. Yeah. Listen to you. I'm gonna fix your Fix a what? What the fuck you fixing? I'm going to fix her cable. <laughs> she's got snowy pick. She's got... She's got... Matrix. She's got digital tiling. She's got digital tiling. I'm going to fix her TV. She can tell through the cataracts. What the fuck would it matter? She, has a, she has a roof leak in an R, her RV. I'm going to fix it. Oh, there you go. There it is. There it is. There it is. You're awesome. She has carbon monoxide leak. <laughs> Good thing she was outside. See, I'm going to fix it. I fixed it. I see Mrs. Wilson. I see Mrs. Wilson. Well, just keep her outside. She's fine. That's somebody's grandmother. You can't keep them outside. I don't know the Wilsons. Well, we'll have her over. Somebody's grandmother. Well, they should really take better care of her. You know what? Where is everybody? Where the fuck is everybody? Why is this woman all by herself anyway? Exactly! <laughs> well, maybe, you know what? Everybody, maybe everybody died. Maybe she's the last one left. <laughs> Did she kill them? No, no. <laughs> hey, maybe Mrs. Wilson's She's like She's like cool. 90. She outlived everybody. Because she killed them. No, I can't. I can't believe. Really, you know can't what? believe that about no, Mrs. That's somebody's Wilson. grandmother. I can't talk about somebody's grandmother. She's not like everybody's not, grandmother because they're not, all dead. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> So clearly you could see um, 
what makes our relationship work. Uh, clearly, we enjoy each other's company. We speak freely, and we're not afraid to laugh uh, at ourselves, um, especially when we're talking about things that uh, absolutely make no sense uh, and have no reality. I, guys, again, I, I and ladies, and I, I just, uh, you know, I, I play things like that, and I, I thought it was just, quite honestly, I was listening to it again. And, and just laughing hysterically, tears in my eyes, because, you know, even though these conversations mean nothing and they're just they're, they're playful and, and they they just uh, show a softer side of ourselves that, uh, hey, look, we're not uptight. We're, we're OK and um, we can laugh at ourselves. Um, then 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 we're good. We're good. So uh, I hope you I hope you guys enjoyed that um, as much as as I enjoyed uh, having that conversation and I'm hoping that you know in the future moving forward um, you know maybe at some point we can bring Rachel in and we can have some uh, live uh, dialect back and forth I assure you that uh, not all our dialect is um, as stimulating and as hilarious as that but typically uh, we, we we always have a good time and um, enjoy laughing and sharing our ideas um, so, you know, here we are, we're 52 minutes into the show and, um, again, I don't want to get too far in and get too far gone. I, I try to make these, you know, probably around an hour, uh, an episode, uh, you know, I think anything more than that is you're asking a lot of your audience and, you know, I really want everyone to have the time to appreciate the show from start to finish, um, and enjoy it and, uh, uh, and, and really absorb it. Uh, so truly really picking and choosing, uh, you know, the, the product uh, and what we're talking about and, and you know, and, and what I'd like to share with you guys and honestly what stimulates uh, um, some of the uh, conversation, you know? So, um, you know, with that, I'm, 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 I'm going to sign off today, but I want to, I want to just kind of get a couple of questions out to, to, to the fans of the show. Um, you know, we're doing real well on um, Spotify. Um, we're doing great on podcast. Uh, um, Podbean, we're doing real well. Is uh, we're doing really good there as well. Um, I'm really proud of the show. Uh, you know, granted, we're three episodes in, um, and 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 I mean, again, I can only imagine it's only going to get better. I be honest with you guys, my 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 technical skills and in, in editing and 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 putting this stuff together is only getting better every time. I'm trying new things. I'm trying to add some clips in, like today. Uh, you know, bringing in the, the, the clip from a previous time in the show. And um, if you if you had noticed the beginning of the episode, uh, kind of mixed in some live music and kind of have a, dia- a dialogue along with the music and, you know, trying to make the show more vibrant. And, um, you know, and, and one thing I, I you know, I, I, I'd like to say to everyone is, you know, you guys are all here for the, this is the ground floor. This is the beginning. Um, and I really appreciate everybody giving you, giving me, uh, your undivided attention and listening to the show and supporting the show and, um, you know, really uh, giving me a platform to uh, uh, be able to do something like this. This is just, I got to be honest with you, like an amazing experience. I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, um, when I'm not sitting here, you know, talking into the microphone, I'm thinking about what I want to say and what I want to um, put out there. Uh, but, you know, again, I, I don't want to over overtake my time. And uh, I just want to leave everybody with a couple of questions. And uh, the questions are, all right, so here's the first one, right? Because I struggle with this one, and, and I heard it I heard it once before, and it kind of, uh, you know, we know what, I, I, I stopped doing it because I heard it. And this is, okay, so the rule is once you turn 30, okay, 30, 
you no longer can wear uh, your baseball cap backwards. That's it. You can't you can't wear it backwards. It's 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 kind of like hey, you know, bro, you can't buy a Jeep because midlife crisis. You know what I mean? You can't wear your hat backwards. How do you feel about that? Me, I I wore my hat backwards today. I I, I enjoy it, but. I am self-conscious about it because now I, I've heard that. So if anybody else has heard that as well, can you share that with me? If you think it's bullshit, let me know because um, I'd like to feel better about it. And the other thing is, um, uh, the other question, right, is this one. Um, swagger, uh, wh- where is it? What happened to it? I know that there was a short period of time where uh, swagger was important. Um, you know, a gentleman would have some swagger. Uh, you know, there were some artists out there that uh um oozed swagger um it seems like swagger is gone nobody has swagger anymore um i i listen guys i'm in my 40s i think swagger packed its bags a long time ago um i'm talking a generation out there right now the 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 media platform the the music is it is it drake does drake have swagger is is that who maybe i don't know i know nasax doesn't have any swagger that dude is lucky to have what he has. I mean, uh, you know, a song like that, and then to be able to walk on stage with leather pants, leather chaps, and a leather vest, uh, credit to you, my man. Credit to you. You're winning everywhere. That man is winning everywhere. Uh, so hats off to him. I'll be honest with you. I play that song, uh, uh, and <laughs> my family laughs at me, but, you know, if you, if you, if, if you don't know, all right, I, I hope I'm, I'm, hope I, I'm enli- enlightening you right now. If you don't know... Uh, Nas X, uh, that, that that song, Old Time Road, uh, or Country Road, um, he the the, the actual um, beat and rhythms was uh, an actual royalty free kind of. It was a website, you know, you could develop and you could b- produce these 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 beats and rhythms, and you put them out there, and it's almost like a cloud share um, type platform. And Nas X came across that beat and rhythm, and then of course he wrote his own lyrics and applied it to that song, and then um, of course. It is what it is today, and what you hear, it, you know, obviously the number one song in the world uh, for for weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, as crazy as it sounds, I know the song's a little hokey. Uh, I love hearing it because it it shows me that there's a possibility out there that you know you know what his Nas X somebody who no one no one knew who he was, no one knew his name, no one knew anything about him, and he was able to put something out there that just kind of blew up, and people just took it and. And, and just just digested it and indulged it and embraced it and everywhere the song is everywhere you can't go down the road without hearing it play so um to me it's a real it's an inspiring story that um that there's still a chance that you know maybe who knows maybe it could be me uh maybe it could be you but there's a chance out there that it's not just uh um you know for the rich and the famous and the people that have all the all the money and influence in Hollywood that, you know, the, the today's technology and media platforms like YouTube and Spotify and um, um, the, 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 the growth of podcasting uh, gives us all the ability to share our content and hopes that um, you can, you can uh, capture an audience, capture people that want to listen and, and, and care about what you have to say and share your ideas and your opinions. But ultimately, um, just having a product and uh, a, a real great show that you could share 
uh, content and entertainment, you know, because ultimately I want to entertain people. I want to give people uh, something they want to hear, something that they enjoy. So with that said, guys, I think we're real close to the end here. We're going to be signing off. Um, but, but again, you know, those, those couple of questions that I leave you with, can you wear your hat backwards after 30? And um, who is Swagger right now? Who is Swagger? You know what I mean? Like, who's got it? I'm talking legit swag, and I just swag. Anybody can say they have swagger. I'm talking legit swag. Who's got it? You know who who's out there who has it? Because it, it, I need to know who it is. Um, I think I think we're missing our swagger hero. You know what I mean? You, you know what? You got the Mister Fix It hero. I'm here, um, and uh, you got superhero tolerance. Um, although she's sleeping now, um, she she's always ready um, um, for the call. So watch the roads because she's tolerant. Guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode um, as, much as, I, I, as much as I did. Uh, I just want to really just uh, tell everyone thank you very much. I'm, I'm episode three. I can't wait for episode four. Um, please, if you haven't done so already, um, um, please give us a hit on Twitter. Um, give us a hit on Instagram. Give us a hit on Facebook. Um, any support that you can give us, uh, you know, I do... A lot of research in podcasting and podcasting and one of the main uh, um, 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 support groups that you can have for a podcast is its audience and um, people uh, will always uh, um, 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 appreciate word of mouth and if, if you my fans uh, my subscribers if you guys are telling your friends and you're telling your family about the show and uh, then, then that just means that we get more and more listeners and you know we're really getting just, just more and more platform and you know the show can grow and get better and better and uh, who knows what's next but um, again I don't, I don't want to take up too much of anybody's time I just want to say thanks again to everybody and remember, make sure you hit us up on the media platforms and the social media hit up the show uh, questions comments please um, your review is always appreciated five stars love five stars um, and, and get give us the support we need to continue uh, that I need to continue uh, giving you uh, the Bobby Kudo show so um, with that said guys thank you very very much I hope you guys have an awesome Monday it is uh, gonna be Monday and uh, we're all looking towards Friday but um, enjoy it enjoy the week um, hopefully we'll get a podcast in between um, now and then and we'll uh, we'll talk again and uh, have a great day and remember everybody all roads lead here